You're listening to Geordie Pride, Voices from the Northeast. I'm Hayley and alongside my cousin Angela, we're thrilled to bring you the stories that share the heart and soul of the Northeast of England. Each episode, we'll dive into the lives of extraordinary Geordies and those who call the Northeast home, exploring their journeys and celebrating their achievements. From the time to the teas, from the arts to the sports fields, we're here to share the tales of passion, resilience, and of course, Geordie pride. So whether you're from Whitley Bay or Washington, Gateshead or Gisborough, or you're just fascinated by the spirit of the Northeast, join us as we natter with the best the Northeast has to offer. Hello everybody and welcome to Geordie Pride Voices from the Northeast. I'm Hayley Forster. And I'm Angela Angus. In this very first episode, we thought we'd start by introducing ourselves. So I'm Hayley Forster. I am I've just turned 40 on Sunday, so I officially feel <laughs> very old. <laughs> I'm the 40 camp. Um, but I'm originally from a town which is about 30 minutes north of Newcastle. And it's a town called Asherton, so it's on the Northumberland coastal route. And I lived there for about 30 years. I was born and bred there, went to school there. And back in 2015, which was it 2015? No, it was 2016. I can't remember 20, when it was. 2016 when you moved to Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got offered a job in Leeds so I moved down my family my whole family me my husband and my two children were moved down in 2016 down to Leeds to start a new job um which I know it was horrible which the the annoying thing is is we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this but me and Angela are cousins and we hadn't we knew each other when we were little and then we went through years of just not really talking or knowing where no, each other were or it was it was I don't know how many years that was for possibly about maybe about 20 oh, 25 years yeah 20 plus years I think and then I found you on Facebook didn't I yeah you did I remember getting a message from you and we both had children about the same time our mm-hmm. eldest so my eldest sorry she's going to be 12 tomorrow um and uh your daughter about the same age and uh mm-hmm. we just connected and we started going to mm-hmm. um uh, like kids play groups and stuff didn't we and so that was yeah that was really dancing lovely. and dancing class yeah. with the girls yeah the thing that was really sad about me leaving is what it was probably only about two years of us kind of reconnecting mm-hmm. and know each other again and then you put that off <laughs> <laughs> which was horrible <laughs> no, I was just, I did feel really, it was so hard for us to move, but it, mm. at the time, it felt like the best thing for us to do as a family. And with hindsight, I don't know, I'll not go into that here, but it was a, it was a difficult couple of years when we first moved. Mm-hmm. Um, but all I say is that I am here now doing what I do because of that so I can't really complain because things are pretty mm. good so yeah it, everything happens mm. for a reason as far as I'm concerned so that was yeah. nine years I'm, ago can you believe it I know I was just going to say things happen for a reason and I mean you guys are happy there so and you know who knows like if you had a stayed and I shouldn't it might not have been a different it might have been a different story I don't know yeah um, I, th- I think it will have been I think I, I wouldn't have ended up 
now I work for myself. I'm self-employed. I came mm. down for that job and had that job maybe about two and a half years. And I left it um, and spent about six months perhaps trying to just get my head screwed back on because mm -hmm. um, it, it took its toll on us. And then I went into self-employment and I've been self-employed ever since. So that's been, mm -hmm. let me think, um, about six years now that I've been mm -hmm. self-employed. So I always like to understand that yes it was a, a difficult time but it all happened mm -hmm. for a reason and yeah I wouldn't think do you not think it's been like a good healing process for you though even though you've you've gone to Leeds and you've you know you didn't like what you with your job and stuff like that but then obviously you've gone into your self-employed work and I think it's been a good a good thing for you even though you've been miles away from your family and stuff I think it's been a good healing process for you I like to think so because I, I suppose because we have talked about coming back home, which I know you're very excited about, and I am too. <laughs> and I feel teaching. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we've got we've both got another drink with it next toast into that. Um, mm -hmm. I would say that perhaps when I left the northeast, I was probably quite naive. Um, I don't know. I felt perhaps not as grown up as I should be for being a mother um mm. and then moving away it kind of threw me in at the deep end and I had to overcome a hell of a lot of emotions and mm. and, and things that were just happening on like not just in my life but in my family's life and just trying to mm -hmm. deal with all of that and I feel like I've just grown up a lot so I feel like perhaps if I do move back I'll move back as a very different person and much more grown up and much more uh, <laughs> Responsible, shall we say? Oh, how boring I sound! Really boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're here. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So uh, we moved down to Leeds, and um, and now I, I work for myself, as I mentioned, mm -hmm. and I do um, declutter coaching. So I help people declutter their homes and their lives. And I also help people and support them start their online businesses as well. Um, oh, as well as, <laughs> I keep rifling off, but people, and this is what really makes me laugh, people ask me what I do and I'd be like, right, well, how long have you got? And I'll give you like a full list and take about 45 minutes. Uh, but my my previous career, so the reason why I moved down to Leeds in the first place was that I'm a fragrance designer sounds very posh it's not really um but basically I smell stuff yeah but you've been in magazines and all sorts you're well, like a little you mini know. celebrity <laughs> <laughs> I like to think so um <laughs> but, uh basically I smell stuff say if it's good or bad and if it's bad I try to fix it um <laughs> and worked on lots of different things and that you probably have got in your cupboards at home and that's ultimately why I moved down to Leeds for another job in that uh in a different company and I still do that on a like a freelance basis so I do work for companies around the world and essentially they hire my nose um which uh like a sniffer dog. Fun. Yeah, like a sniffer dog. Oh, God. Great. Uh, so, yeah, that is me in a nutshell. Personally, as I mentioned, I think I've got a husband, Pete. We've been together since we were 17. God bless him. I don't know how he's put up with me for that long. Um, and we've got two beautiful daughters. I've got my daughter, Annabelle, who's 12 tomorrow, and my daughter, Poppy. 
um, two beautiful young girls mm -hmm. um, and two dogs and a cat. So that's me. I think that's probably I've gabbed on enough. <laughs> Yeah, in a nutshell, but a very large nutshell. Um, <laughs> so I'll pass oh. over to you, Angela, but, and you can tell us mm -hmm. all about yourself. Well, I'm going to be a bit of a, a boring uh, sort here. I'm like, oh, well. Not at all. <laughs> uh, well, I was born and bred in Ashington uh, many moons ago. Uh, you just said really posh there, by the way. Ash Ashington. Well, you see, it's, it's the most... Ashington, it's the Morpus accent, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Angela now moved to Morpus, so she thinks she's posh. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah, I was born in Ashington. Um, well, it'll be 49 years on Saturday. So, God, and I'm staying at 49. I am not going to 50. I'm staying at 49. <laughs> No man, I'm not gonna like I'll obviously grow older, but I'm just staying at 49 age. <laughs> just go backwards. <laughs> so when I'm 65, I'm gonna say I'm still 49. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. Yeah, 50 it does feel a bit scary, doesn't it? 50. Oh, doesn't it? 49 to us. I'm like, Jesus, how did that happen? <laughs> it's like just gone like that in a flash <laughs> so yeah so no I'm 49 on Saturday um I got a little daughter I'm saying little she's 12 she's going on 26 I think 25 26 um she's great she's uh she's literally the apple of my eye bless her Aww. um I know uh she has her moments um <laughs> and <laughs> Um, and my well, my whole career really has gone from one thing to the other, which you kind of find really. So uh, I've gone from doing fitness instructing and managing gyms uh, to teaching to um, teaching fitness classes, uh, teaching people with alternative neurodiversities. They say these days, um, and uh, I've gone from that to uh, what happened there. I went on to doing complementary therapy, so that's been a huge part of my life. I love doing any kind of complementary therapies, massage, reflexology, engine head, uh, Reiki, the whole shebang. And quickly discovered that I'm actually quite good at that. So I went on to teach that many moons ago. Um, and then I do sports massage as well. And then off the back of that, I do lots of work for charities as well. So I've actually worked for three different charities over the last, I would say, 20 years maybe. So I help to um, build, I guess, build a, a therapy room, a, a no, sorry, not a therapy room, a therapy centre over in Morbeth, um, for people with multiple sclerosis, which I loved. Um, and we started off with literally me massaging people and exercising people that had had MS, um, and then on to uh, managing the staff there. So I think I stayed there for about oh 13, 14 year, I think. Um, and then rewarding I, doing stuff like that because I, I loved thought it. I wanted to do charity work. Yeah. Oh, no, I loved it. I just, I knew that my therapies, I didn't want to kind of go into just doing therapies for the average kind of person, if you, you know, which is nice, but it's nice to do it for somebody who needs it really. Um, so hence why I did a lot of work with people with MS and then it led on to doing work with people with all types of cancer. 
so I moved on and worked for a different charity, um, basically managing staff doing therapies on people with all different types of cancers, whether it be prostate, breast, lung, head and neck cancer, anything really. So I kind of specialised in that area for a little that while, um, which led me on to doing a little bit of physiotherapy, uh, teaching complementary therapies as well at the same time. And then off the back of that, I started doing what I'm doing now and working for a blood cancer charity. So that essentially is just, uh, it's a regional cancer charity, just predominantly working with people that's got all types of cancers. Um, and as a good fun fact, it's 150 different types of blood cancers, which not a lot of people know about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know. I know. And I find them all the time. Yeah. Here so I'm good still, day. Still day. there. Yeah. 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 Oh, I like it. I like it. Like I say, I just wanted to do therapies for people who needed it. It's nice to do people for like to do massages on people for relaxation. But I do want to do it essentially for people that you know, basically needed it, like really needed it. And it's, I've written papers and all sorts for to get um, therapies on prescription, shall we say. Um, so to go to, to Parliament and to be able to provide um, therapies for people who have got like mental health issues, depression, anxiety. Um, and really why I wanted to do that was because my mum, she was really bad, as you'll probably remember, Haley. I don't know if you remember my mum, and obviously all the things, know, yeah. No, I can't remember either because, so just to explain, my mum and Angela's dad were brother and sister. Um, so we've got, um, we shared the grandparents from my from my mum's side, but I cannot remember um, your family mm-hmm. Paul, And I can't remember my, gra- I know my, my, gra- my grandma, she died like in her 40s, so mm-hmm. whatever, but I can't yeah. remember my Steve because I think he died when I was like four or something um I think so yeah about then I vaguely remember your dad I saw him a couple yeah. of times at family funerals and that was it um, I think that's the I... way life is isn't it <laughs> you just don't <laughs> meet them at weddings or funerals but no I, I can't even remember your mum at all I mean, I've probably met her, but no, mm-hmm. I can't remember her. But I know we both had um, we both had difficult um, childhoods because both of our mm. parents were, were quite poorly. But um, yeah, you, mm. you can continue now. I just yeah, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a bit of a sickly family, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> it was just one of them things. Yeah. So the reason why, obviously, I wanted to get into therapies and be able to um, prescribe, shall we say, to hospitals and doctors and uh, things like that was because of my mum, because of um, um, our mental health and how it was affecting her. Um, So back in the day when she was quite poorly with her mental health, uh, they would give you Valium um, and they would give you all sorts of like tablets and stuff like that to mask it. Um, whereas I think a lot now, um, a lot of people could get some help through um, therapies. So that's why I wanted to go and do that, really. So, so yeah, so predominantly um, I work with people now with, with blood cancers and all different types at all different ages and all different stages of the diagnosis. So that's what I, I do now. So, yeah. So I have a daughter who is just turned 12 last year um like I say she's going on 25 
but just canny <laughs> with it, bless her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be saying that in a couple of years. I'll remind. No, you. I know, <laughs> I know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so she's into my makeup and her horses and doing her hair up and very girly and stuff. So yeah, she's my little mini me. Um, <laughs> although very much more beautiful than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not with Neva's dad anymore, but I'm. Uh, I've got a new relationship, and I'm with. I've been with him about a year now. So well, just over a year. Uh, and yeah, he's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you look and yeah, very so happy with it. Oh, I am. I am. He's great. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I, I still like my fitness. Still go to the gym when I can. Um, I should eat a bit more healthier. I should think, you know. But hey ho. I'm not like and I'm drinking a glass of rosé mm-hmm. wine. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm with you there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so let's get into what we're here for today, Haley. do you think? Um, Why aye? Good old saying that, isn't it? Why um, <laughs> People down south probably go, what? We need subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Haley, it was your lovely idea to do this together. I'm so excited to get started with this. Um, so yeah, so tell us a bit more about why you fancy doing this in, in the beginning. Yeah, so it's been an idea that I've had for a little while. And I think it was one of those ideas I had in the bathtub. Um, (laughs) Because I love having having a bath. And I just, I I get very, what's the word? I'm very in my own head and I have lots of ideas. And one of them was just to start a podcast because I've I've got my own podcast, which I do for my declutter business. And I actually really enjoy doing it. And it surprised us because I'm not most confident when it comes to speaking. And it was one of those things where I thought, right, let's push myself out of my comfort zone. Let's give it a go. Everyone's starting a podcast these days. Let's let's do it. And actually, <laughs> I'm on a really, bandwagon. <laughs> exactly. Jump on it. I'm, I'm not ashamed. Um, <laughs> and I actually really enjoyed it. And it surprised us. And I thought, oh. I'd love to do another one. Like, let's just let's start thinking of some ideas. And I had a few ideas, but the one that stood out to me um, was this concept of of Geordie Pride. And where the kind of the name came from as well is that where I live locally now is there's a little. Um, do you know what? I don't even know what it is. It's like a maybe a bee or a little bar or something but I drive past it all the time anyway when I take my daughter to a piano lesson it's a place that says the Geordie Pride Lodge but so I've always loved the name and just the idea of Geordie Pride is a is a concept because I think when I first moved down here I really missed home and I still do it's been nine years Mm. and I still miss it and it just feels so welcoming when I when I go back. And mm-hmm. it, it made me realise how proud I was to be from the northeast. And whenever anyone asked us where you're from, I'd really proudly say I'm from the northeast, I'm from near Newcastle. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I realised that until I moved away. So when I lived there, I just kind of, I suppose I took it for granted a little bit. And then by not being there every day, 
I realized actually what a lovely place it is mm -hmm. um and I think like, I started to think of some of the words that come to mind when I think of home and it all revolves around like community friendliness like I really missed the friendliness of when you just take the dog out for a walk and people mm -hmm. just say morning and they start conversations with you everyone kind of knows everyone um and it was just a, a really wholesome an environment really and I, I miss that um and there's a real togetherness and I mm -hmm. think especially where from in Asherton Asherton is like a massive mining town um so it's got a big mining heritage in fact the whole of the northeast really has got a big uh, mining and industrial heritage mm -hmm. and I think because of that and the tough times that that area and that region as a whole have went through over the past 100 years or so there's like a massive level of grit and determination for people as well like there's always mm -hmm. like we always for the underdog we're always supporting each other and everyone just knows how to have a laugh I feel like when you're from the north we've got quite a unique sense of humor we can take mm -hmm. the piss out ourselves like and we're all just very we just kind of get each other and I really miss that and I thought do you know what I would love to do a podcast that just celebrates that that looks mm -hmm. at why the northeast is such a lovely place and the people that are from it because I think the northeast as a whole it's really rich in culture isn't it I mean like historically mm -hmm. especially along the coastal route there's so many castles oh, looking, yeah we're really oh. lucky to, to live where we, we live because it's so picturesque isn't it and it's I mean I don't know if anybody's been watching the Robson Green uh, documentaries but honestly mm, it, no, it's Oh, it's, it's some of the places you've been to. I think, God, I live here, and I think, God, I haven't even been there, or I haven't haven't tried that, or or what. But some of the places I recognise, like Bamborough Castle, and you know the coast, and um, George Bay, and um, I mean, the some of the the beaches are beautiful, and we're just we're really lucky because we've got the best of both worlds. We've got the city, we've got forest, like the Northumberland Forest, we've got Hamsley Forest in Durham, we've got the beaches, we've got castles, we've got walks, the Hadrian's Wall. Um, although we'll let we'll not talk about the tree. Um oh, don't. <laughs> I know. God, I was devastated about that. I know, and I think my, a lot of the people down here were really confused like. Why? Why is everyone, especially I know, more than tree. upset about this tree? <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking is, about, it's the Sycamore Gap. Google the Sycamore Gap. Sycamore Gap. But the thing is, though, there's lots of people being proposed there. There's lots of people's ashes there, and there's lots of like significance. It's been in movies, and then some yeah. bloody arsehole chops the bugger down. I know, but I don't. I can't even comprehend that. It's like, why would you do that? I don't even I know. Like, it's to like, be fair, it's, I don't see it's the like news. destroying the angel of the north. It's like, don't. Yeah, this is what I was trying to explain to people. I was like, it's not just a tree; it's a landmark. So it's like someone setting mm -hmm. the Tyne Bridge on fire or something like that and destroying it. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it, I don't Lots know. Of people made up come memory, um I think I think they've kept it well I think if you look on Google Earth it sounds stupid but if you look on Google Earth it's got um sycamore tree stump I mean no way but it's <laughs> I mean you should laugh but it's actually got stump on it but then um I think what they're doing is because they can still regenerate it because it's um obviously from the stump they'll like they'll have like little seed saplings come off it so the oh. idea is they're just going to like kind of let it grow but I think it's still cordoned off. 
Um, but it's, it, I mean, it was a bloody massive tree. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, mm. Well, it was. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a shame, really. But yeah, people down south don't realise it's like, that was just a tree. Yeah. There's so many like lovely, beautiful natural landmarks as well mm-hmm. as like ones that we we've built, like you mentioned the Angel of the North and Tyne Bridge and stuff like that. And the quayside, it's like so iconic, isn't it? it and is. I think I, I just wanted, I suppose, a spotlight to be put on the area. Um, because when th- people think in the UK of Newcastle and the Northeast, they probably think of Anton Deck, mm-hmm. uh, Newcastle United, and maybe Greg's. Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> The oh, pigeons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like the pigeons. But like, there's so much more to it. And I didn't realise, I suppose, when I was there. And I only really appreciated it when I was out. And also there's a such a massive contribution, when you think about mm-hmm. it, of people from our region that are in the arts, in mm-hmm. music, in um, sports, like even from Ashton themselves. I mean, like mm-hmm. we had Jackie Milburn, Jackie Charlton, Bobby Charlton. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the Harmisons from cricket. That's just mm-hmm. one little town. And then you've got yeah. all the music influences as well. We've got Sting, mm-hmm. Sam Fender, like yeah. the from uh, Little Mix, and Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that my dad used to play um, football with Bobby Charlton in the backyard or the back lane? Well, I know that, right, this is where you could probably help me out because I know that, well, I've got a couple of stories for you, actually. So Jackie Charlton, or was it Bobby Charlton? I think it was Jackie Charlton. used to live a few Jackie doors Bobby, down from yeah. our Auntie Olive, didn't she? That's right. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like, our family knew the Charltons, which I just find bizarre. I know. Um, and then, so, you know, Mary, my dad. So my dad... Mm-hmm brief interlude I'll interject so my mum died when I was 13 um and then my dad met a new partner called Mary um and they've been together for for a good few years now um and when she was younger get this I I still can't believe this story she was babysitting Jack Charlton's kids the day that they won the world cup he never yeah and she just says it so nonchalantly and I'm like that's like me saying I'm babysitting Harry Kane's kids and they've just won the World Cup. Like, do you know, I just don't get how she's so nonchalant about it. And then my dad, my dad like, knew Jackie Milburn, like the one mm-hmm. mates, he would go to the garage. Yeah. Um, he knew um, my dad's new um, Brian Johnson, the lead singer of ACDC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, our parents were rock stars. Oh, proper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know, honestly. Oh, I know. They used to get about a bit, didn't they, for living in Ashton? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I know you think they lived in central London, the way the hobnobbing was I all know. the steps. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ultimately, that's kind of where the idea came from, because I think just realising what a rich place the North East mm-hmm. is, um, it's not riches and wealth. I mean, it's quite, there's no. obviously that big north south divide, and we don't uh-huh. have much in the northeast, but we have got a really strong community, a lot of great determination, a lot of history, and a mm-hmm. lot of amazing people. And that ultimately is what I wanted to do with this podcast and why I wanted mm-hmm. you to come along on board as well as Fanta. Like, we'll just get on. Like, we've got <laughs> a similar mindset, we've got a similar sense of humor. And I just thought it'd be a really nice way for us to like keep our relationship going and also just mm-hmm. just have fun and just chat to people because I know we're like Definitely. gambling. 
Well, yeah. Like, I was thinking maybe this introductory episode will be like, I don't know, 20 minutes long. We're already at 35 minutes. And, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you expect any less? <laughs> <laughs> we're both just two of a kind, aren't we? Well, we are. We're def- definitely from we're the about... same... Uh... Oh, same, same cloth. I think one of the big differences, though, I think you've got a much broader Geordie accent than me. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you not like as in like um I'm a bit more bit more Geordie than you, do you think? Yeah, I like, I think I'm quite gentle Geordie. Like when <laughs> when I go <laughs> when I go to different countries, people don't really know where I'm from and they'll either think this will give you a laugh, mm-hmm. that I'm either Scottish or Irish, which I can kind of get because it's a bit of Gaelic in there. But <laughs> I've also had American and I've also had Jamaican. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was amazing. Someone said that. Stop laughing. Like, geez. <laughs> no, definitely not. But I think I've got quite a gentle accent. Um, uh-huh. When we That's... moved down here, people thought I was from Scotland mm-hmm. rather than Newcastle. So um, I think you, you to me, sound more broad. You sound a bit more like me, Dad. Uh, but you're not. <laughs> Do you not think it's because you've like you've obviously been in Leeds and that, and you're used to like the York the Yorkshire accent, love. <laughs> Yorkshire your tea, accent. your outlove, your outlove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably... well, I've got Yorkshire children now, so it's quite. <laughs> you're right, <you're> Doug. <laughs> not a yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I keep trying to teach the girls, Geordie. I'm like, yeah, repeat. Sorry, Pet. Oh, oh god. Oh god. You need to keep up with your your heritage, your girls. <laughs> you. oh. <laughs> so <laughs> let's um I'll talk a little bit about what we're wanting with the podcast and I'll give you I'll give you a little teaser of some of the guests that we're gonna be having on. Um but really what I'm hoping with this podcast is that we're gonna get some wonderful people that can talk about their stories their experiences we've already got some amazing guests lined up we've got holly matthews who is an actress you might remember her from like biker grove what if you watched that when you were little i'm sure you did everyone did come on (laughs) uh waterloo road she was on casualty as well Mm. so she's got quite a good back catalogue um and now she's a self-development coach as well she still does acting um, but she does some amazing work in the self-development space. So I'm going to be chatting to her soon. Um, mm-hmm. We've also got two lovely ladies, Donna Elliott and Cheryl Lee. So they're mindset and leadership coaches, and they are the founders of a company called Now Is Your Time, where they coach people through their mindset issues and really encourage them to build the business of their dreams and just chase the life that you you want you've been wanting I mean we've all got that haven't when things mm. that you've really want to do when you're just not sure how to get there they're the ladies that can help you do that but those are just some of the people that we've got lined up um, I'm hoping to get some my goal I mean let's let's put it out there let's put it out in the universe that we're going to get some absolute superstars we'll get Alan Shearer on here we're gonna get Ant Deck on here <laughs> can you imagine I think I would be starstruck if it was Ant and Deck. I'd be like, I wouldn't know what to say. Oh, I'd be like, uh, what? Um, are you talking about? I'd be awful. I'd probably get really drunk beforehand, so I'd get confident and just make an absolute <laughs> dick of myself. <laughs> 
Oh, but let's put it out in the universe. Let's see who we can get. But yeah, no matter if they're celebrities or just normal people, as long as they have contributed and done something wonderful in the northeast mm. uh, we want to hear from them um so if you the listeners have got any recommendations of people that we should talk to please let us know um we've got mm-hmm. an instagram account and our handle is at geordie pride we've also got an email address and that's geordiepridepod at gmail.com our website is just geordiepride.co.uk as well and there's a contact form on there if you want to get in touch but if you've got anyone that you would recommend or you want to be um, featured yourself then just drop us an email or a message and we can connect and see how we can collaborate and do do a session together that would be amazing I suppose it doesn't have to be kind of anybody that's just totally famous, you know. It can be like kind of anybody who wants to uh, talk about the Northeast and anybody like any, I guess, any community groups or anybody who wants to have a shout out and just talk about the Northeast and why they love it. Um, oh God, yeah, like local businesses, like if you've got mm. any events coming up and you just want to promo them and talk about how you set up your business and things like that, like local food festivals or um, any charity organisations and events, like like just let us know. We just want to feature everything that is amazing about the Northeast and put mm-hmm. the spotlight on, on you. Um, and I'm hoping like we're, we're going to give this a go. This is season one, made Angela newbies to this. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Um, we want to try and do as good a job as possible and hopefully we'll have some fabulous episodes for you that will be about I would say but well, we're gabbing away here we're nearly in an hour already but um, <laughs> let's say they're going to be at maximum an hour we'll try and be good and not gas too much um, but we'll release one every week we're going to launch on March the 1st so hopefully you're listening to that episode today today is March the 1st um, and we will release one a week after that um, moving forward but I would just say just try and engage with us we're on social media we're on Instagram we're on YouTube both at Geordie Pride come and check us out um, let us know if you've got any particular topics or guests that you want us to touch on as well but I think just before we go Angela I think mm-hmm. let's um, we'll have one last fun question um, let me think of a one for you so if you had to pick your favourite place in the northeast to go um, for mm-hmm. a day out, where would it be? For a day out? Oh, um, do you know where I really, really love? And it's really good for kids and not a lot of people talk about it, but it's beautiful. It's Hamsley Forest. So you know, it's you said that before and I was yeah, like, I don't, know, I don't know where that is. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. It's up in, in Durham and it's basically got like a cycle track all the way around, all different kinds of routes. So it's got like uh, intermediate, immediate and advanced and stuff if you like to go out on your bike. Uh, for kids as well, it's got like a lovely trail all the way through. And um, there's an actual, there's a guy who does fitness actually in the forest as well. He was, uh-huh. um, I forget his name, Lee, forget his name. But anyway, he's on Robson Green. Um, on one of the, the the programs that he does, and he literally does like um, exercise classes outside for people for mental health. Um, just get them out and about in nature. Um, so yeah, so it's just a beautiful place. It's got a park. It's got a picnic area. 
Um, and it's just, it's lovely. It's really, really nice. Um, so, and it's, it doesn't cost anything to go either. You just pay for your car parking. So, yeah, mm. it's brilliant. I love it. It's really nice. And it's just, it's one of those things I just love to go to. And it's just, you know, when you just want to get away from city life and hustle and bustle of work and you go and have a walk around or cycle or take the, take the bends. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I know it's lovely. I think that for me is probably the biggest thing when we moved away, like when I'm West Yorkshire, it's very built up and it's very like every um there doesn't seem to be separation between villages and towns. Like I don't mm-hmm. actually know where the boundaries are for things. Whereas at home, I feel like there are like each place mm-hmm. has got its own zone and then there's a bit of like spare land between them. Um mm-hmm. so I really when we come home, I just feel like I'm in such open space and I feel like I can breathe and just relax. Yeah. And I think when I when I come home, there's probably two favourite places that I like to go. Um, is that cheating? That probably is cheating. And I asked you for one. Um, I'll say one very quickly. <laughs> the reason why I just mentioned it is because you do need a National Trust membership for it, so it can mm-hmm. be quite expensive. But that's Cragside. I love Cragside. Mm-hmm. Um, such a lovely house, lovely countryside around it, lovely play area. Um, mm-hmm. but but as I say it is a National Trust membership that one um, and then also one that anyone can go to I love Drew Ridge Bay I just, oh. it's so nice it's a really lovely beach it was only about 10 minutes away from our like where we used to live um, mm-hmm. lovely beach a lovely park and like a lake there as well um, mm-hmm. and yeah I love going there and taking the dogs and obviously where we are like there's two or probably about between two and three hours to any beach um, so when we go home, we try to go at the beach as much as possible, and the dogs absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Like they go absolutely batshit crazy, running around uh, all over. The place. <laughs> so, yeah, I do try to go there as much as possible when I'm home. Yeah, it's good for the mental health, isn't it? Getting on the beach, the positive, no negative ions, isn't it? Oh, so I'm listening mm-hmm. to you. Also. I know, talking as if I know something. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so I think should we wrap up now and let everybody go on with the rest of their day? Today I will also be releasing um, the next episode, which will be um, an interview with the lovely Holly Matthews. So make sure you listen to that. She is full of goodness Mm -hmm. and she's got such a warm heart. She's so funny and just a lovely person all around. And I guarantee when you listen to that episode, you'll feel so inspired and I always say to her, if I'm feeling down, I'll say, I need a dose of holly. And <laughs> I'll send her a message or I'll go, like, I'll connect with her on Facebook and I'll just listen to her talking because she just makes me feel so good. And that's why she it's makes lovely. a great self-development coach. So make sure you listen to that one. But <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this first episode. I hope that it has given you a bit of an insight into myself and Angela and what mm-hmm. you can expect over the next few weeks with Geordie Pride podcast. Um, I just encourage you to subscribe. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, hit the subscribe button. And that means that you will get a new episode as soon as it's released. And you will see all future episodes coming out on their release date on the Friday. Um, So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. It's been lovely chatting to you. And we will see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm. Bye from me. And bye from me.
much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support Geordie Pride further, then don't forget to subscribe, share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at Geordie Pride. Until next time, keep that Geordie Pride shining bright. Thank you.